This is Captivated Minds. I'm Stan. I'm Jake, and this is our Movie Mayhem series. We are deep into cryptids now, so now we're going to talk about uh, the man who killed Bigfoot and then Hitler, because we're in cryptids, so now we're going to talk about some movies that have to do with cryptids. Right, which, uh, it's kind of odd, because there's not a lot of, like, cryptid movies. I mean, there's a lot of monster movies. There's a lot of monster movies. But, I mean, I wouldn't... We could have done Henry and the Harrison. Uh, Harry and the Henderson. There we go. Yeah, that's we could have done that one. Yeah, that's an easy one too. But this one is kind of neat. I figured you, you, this you, was. You, pick, you picked this one, so I figured this one was different. It is different. We do pick a lot of different movies. Like the Tesla movie was different. Right. Sam Elliott is in it, he, so it, he's a good actor. It's like I, I really wanted to. We, we also like to look at movies that are off the beaten path, too, that aren't really typical, too, right. and, and see how they can connect to our series and go from there. And I also like going in blind, too, because neither one of us saw I, this movie until nope. we wanted watch, to watch it. do yeah. this. So um, it, was kind of, it was kind of nice, where most of the other movies we picked, like we just did uh, Independence Day. That's, seen, that's something me and you've seen probably a hundred million time, times. This one's brand new, so it was a little bit tougher to kind of pick it apart a little bit on the first watch of it. Usually two or three times after watching something, we can really see over and over what we kind of missed the first, second, first, second, third time around. Right. So we'll get right into it. Oh, hey, yes, move we my will. mouse over here. There we go. So now we're at the opening scene. We uh, hear theme music play already, but before we're in the movie, we see our main character sitting at a bar that is dead empty. He's the only one there. We see him in a close-up looking down at a drunk, kind of. I, we, he looks kind of drunk. We uh, have shots instantly cutting back to Nazi Germany. We don't know what's going on, but we know this, this film is already kind of bouncing back and forth in time and in locations with our uh, main character. He gets all of his things kind of taken away, and his name's written down on a pad. And then we see this man assemble all of his things back together, and then we cut to him sitting at the bar. So we have multiple actions already occurring within the first scene. So we have an older man sitting at a bar, and then what we think is a younger version of himself, but we don't know just yet. We just see two different things going on, and that's really what the <coughs> opening scene is. It's actually two separate movies and how they connect in the middle is really what it is. And I do like how you can really get that feeling of a war-torn individual with him. He's seen some stuff. He's seen some stuff. I mean, for him to be sitting there looking blankly with a drink in his hand on the bar. He milks the drink for a little bit. And you can start hearing the planes and the bombs and this and that, and it's like... It really hits home. If they had sat on just that that shot of him at the bar by himself for a little bit longer, we would have felt like just a bit uncomfortable, don't you? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah just it, a, would, it would like have gotten really two, uncomfortable. Maybe two or three frames. Not a lot, but just enough to make the audience be like, wait, why are we just sitting on... He's not doing Right, anything. he's not doing it. Yeah. Man, this man, this man needs a hug. <laughs> So here's our disclaimer. We take a lot of information from IMDb because it's a great source of information for our movies. If anyone's listening from IMDb, sponsor us. Well, I'm on there. Yeah, Jake's on there. Yeah. 
Okay, so uh, here's some fun facts or goofs. Because uh, when we did this information, when I looked up some of the information, it was kind of hard to find because it is a newer movie. So I kind of had to do a little bit of a deeper dive. But this is what I can fi- could find. The Dick Tracy stamp that she refers to isn't issued until 1995. Really? Yeah, so there's an error right there. Aww. The that can- was kind of a touching little moment. It was a nice moment, yeah. The Canadian, the Canadian agent speaks with a pristine French accent. The French-Canadian accent is distinctly different from the pristine French to Canadians. Yep. It's like having a character from the Bronx speaking with a British accent. Yeah, so... it was That was a little off. With, uh, with French-Canadian, even um, their words and everything are a lot, more, a lot different than France. Yeah. And this guy sounds like he's from France, not yeah, from, from Canada. Canada. Uh, there's a very obvious uh, continuity error, error where where uh, when Barr is fighting the Bigfoot, Bigfoot bites off his ear, spoiler, and spits it out and disrupts nearby. The prosthetic is shown in a close-up. Seconds later, uh, Barr pushes Bigfoot off and is and it's a, like a, a different ear. Yeah. Yeah. That's spoiler. <laughs> so here's the cast. We have uh, the young Calvin Barr, uh, Adian... Turner, Sam Elliott, uh, Caitlin Fitzgerald, and then Ron Livingston, and then Larry Miller. So there's not a lot of people in this movie. It's a really it, small movie, a really dedicated to just a couple of characters, and then how their life kind of reacts from. And I their like Larry Miller. I like Larry Miller. He's a good actor. So here's the budget. This is all I could find. Yeah. Really? That's it. There's no, Why? there's no information. I don't know, and I, and I think I have more in my account than what's in this. But so what this okay. made worldwide gross is just under four thousand dollars, three thousand eight hundred twenty-two dollars. And usually I call the budget. You did that one because it's, it's, it's so mind blowing. There's no other budget. This is all I could find for information on the budget or how much was put into it. I'm guessing it was a co-production of some kind. That's just my guess, meaning that (laughs) Canada put up some money, U.S. put up some money, but it didn't make enough money. Is this an indie film? I would say so. I would say so as well. It had to be. There's no way a a, a big studio was putting in for this. So with with this, I don't... It didn't make money. I don't remember this in theaters. It didn't. It didn't make it to theaters. That's right. probably why. I think it was that's probably a limited was. release. Because I remember watching a trailer for it, and very excited for it. And then nothing. because I'm, I'm like I said, so I like Sam, Sam Elliott. Elliott. I love it, him in the Big Lebowski. Yes. Yeah. Oh, you're so good in that. Yeah. Now, and the ranch. Have you, you ever seen the ranch? Yeah. Do you ever see a Star Is Born? Oh, uh, no, I haven't seen that yet. He's in a Star Is Born. Oh, really? Yep. He's uh, Bradley Cooper's brother. Oh no shit! I'm gonna have to. That's good. It's decent. I mean, if you, it's it, it has some musical numbers, but he's good in it. I just can't get over that amount of it, money. It's not a lot of money. Mm. I don't even see. I, when I did my research, I couldn't even find where it was filmed. <laughs> IMDb had very little information on you know the uh, the production itself, which. For a lot of the movies we've done, we've always had some sort of information, even if it was a couple of locations. I mean, sh- no locations, no budget, no, no very little information. And this is right from IMDb. I mean, look at what we did with Independence Day. You had like three pages of locations, almost four of yeah. locations. And this has no, lo- no locations. I like how you did this. 
Canada? Yeah. <laughs> Canada and the U.S.? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, because I don't – well, I'm assuming because I, that's – I don't know. Right. I just don't know. I would say Canada and the U.S. I because say they so. refer to Canada, but it really could have been anywhere. I mean – We you... don't see license plates, do we? Oh, no, we don't. No, we I don't, don't. I don't think no, we ever see no, license plates. No, we never see license plates. Even on the older cars and stuff. No, we don't see license plates, do we? No. No. So it 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 doesn't actually point us where we are. So that's one of the questions: is our location is kind of abstract. We're in time with Calvin, but we're not at a location in his life. <laughs> I never noticed that. Um, so the mo- the year it came out was 2018, which is only a couple years ago, which is not too too bad. Some movies of that same year, uh, We Shall Not Grow Old, the World War II documentary, which is really good. That is fantastic. I like that one. A Star is Born. So Stan Elliott had two movies come out that year. Which one made more money? The Star is Born. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And then Upgrade. Have you ever seen Upgrade? I have. It's good. It's amazing. That's why I put it on there. I was trying to find different movies from 2018. (laughs) That movie surprised me. How good it was. The trailer was good, and the, that's what sold me. That's what sold me, too. It was like District 9. The trailer sold me. Yeah. Sorry to talk about District maybe, 9. But. Maybe, uh, maybe sometime we'll do Upgrade, because the ending of that movie is such a twist and Yeah, stuff, it's so. good. So this was the first time I had seen this movie. Same here. Yep. First time. Yeah, it was good. It was... Doing pod research. <laughs> it was... Uh, like I said, I wanted something different. Yeah, um, we, we, we got neither one of us watched it, so we both went into it blind. Which sometimes can be good and sometimes can be bad. Can be bad. We'll talk about it in a little bit, right? But yeah, this this is our first time watching it. So here are some awesome scenes. Uh, Fourteen scenes throughout the film. Scene number fourteen: the guy in the bar, Calvin, uh, is shooting the shit at the bar. He even uh, states the drink and you know what it is. He seems to uh, bullcrap back and forth with the bartender, and he kind of has a friendly vibe. We don't know really what's going on in his life, but he knows that he comes to this bar often, has a drink, and then kind of just leaves the bar yeah, alone. Yeah, you, you can he, definitely... He, he lives I mean, a life of solidarity. When you're on a first-name basis with, with a bartender, with a bartender you've you been there know, a while. Yeah. It's almost like you shouldn't have a first-name no, basis, no. but... You, you do. You also get this... Uh, like very small town vibe, anyways. So. It does have a very like almost like New Mexico vibe, doesn't it? Yeah, kind of. Or Seems like Maine, like it. Maine, New Mexico. Like some of these small places in the middle of nowhere. Like literally a one stoplight town. Like that's what it seems yep. like. Uh, scene number thirteen. He gets mugged and then literally beats the hell out of these three young guys uh, for pissing him off. He's good at something, and this is the scene that showcases what he is good at. Uh, the photograph being lost with something close to him, and that's what you know triggered him a little bit. It was such a good scene. When they take the lighter, and they take it to the photograph, I'm yeah. like, oh, you... And then we watch the rest <laughs> of the movie, and then you're like, oh, no, that's what makes it right, e- but, even more gut-wrenching. <laughs> but what's awesome is you see... At the beginning of the movie, you see him as this little, like, he's a drunk old man. And then all of a sudden, like, they go to mug him, and they burn his photo, and he turns into this weapon. He kaigers or sozes them. Oh, it's so, it's so good, because then he beats them all, and then hops in his car and drives away. 
Yeah, he's like, no, we're we're cool. Okay, bye. Yeah, bye. <laughs> so scene number twelve, he's being interviewed by someone, and this is the interview done uh, before he goes off to kill Hitler. Spoiler. So this is kind of a scene about trust. I like this scene. This was I, a really this is a really good. I scene. It's a small scene, this. but it's really. So what's being said in the scene is not what the scene is about. So the scene is about the subtext of the context of what's being said between the other individual and Calvin. But right now, so it's really it's, about the co- subtext. It's so It's about the beautiful. subtext being it's, said. It's, it's exactly what you said. It's all about trust mm-hmm. and stuff. And there's nothing that's, that says trust more as one individual holding a sharp knife against another, another one. Yeah, face. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's it's very hard to explain. You really have to watch the there's scene a, because there's it's a good so, dynamic there. I don't know so what it, I don't know, I don't know what it is, but there's a dynamic yeah. there. Ha- there's almost like a back and forth. Right. It's like a dance. Like. And it's it's just so well done, it's so beautiful, but the the meaning behind it is just so good. They don't have to explain a lot. No. There's not a lot of monologues that go into over-explanation. It's a very simple scene, but what it does is it does well. Mm-hmm. Uh, scene number 11, Calvin goes for a drive with his dog. I also thought the scene was nice, too, because we don't get as many like calming scenes. There's been, been some other darker scenes. In this scene, he looks up to see a, a hat store, and then it cuts into a memory of a young woman at a hat store. I do like the transitions and the cuts. You mentioned that before the they, podcast. They are uh, very well done. Yeah, they're, they're flawless. They're smooth. They're smooth so trans- good. Smooth transitions. Because yep. that's what I like in editing. Because when you cut to something and it, uh, the match cut, when you see the green, um, there's a green cup, and then you cut to green grass, that's called a match cut. That's typically what they do when they match it from one thing to okay, another. Yeah. Us- using the color. It didn't have to be the same thing, but as long as you get the idea, that's what they did. They did but a lot it, of those. It was so smooth. The edits were great. I you, really liked the editing. You didn't get lost. You nope. understood, okay, now this is a memory. You understood, now this is him back in his younger. It was very well. There's so many movies that screw it up. Where Cut to blacks. Where, I don't like a cut to black. Where, it pulls me exactly. out. Exactly. It cuts to black. And now it's all of a sudden you're you're back in somewhere time. else, and it's like I don't like this was just uh, for, I don't understand why I didn't make so much money. <laughs> I can see. Well, I mean, I understand. I understand. Pe- people there, nowadays there are some flaws with it. People nowadays like action films. They like uh, this is more of a it's independent. I would say independent. Independent. Yeah, it's independent. <clears throat> Uh, scene number 10, we cut to him after the shaved beard working with this older guy again. This scene's not as good as the other one, but this still shows that the Russians bring him to where he needs to go to set him free. He wears a Nazi outfit, and his dog. He, he buys a dog and basically goes into Germany. You can see the carnage of the war and what he's seeing, too. It cuts to him coming into the building once again. And we see the things going over. So we're seeing these scenes a couple different times. But each time we're seeing the scene, there's new information being added. So it adds more to what we are already seeing, if that makes sense. And another thing I liked is I I like him with this Russian guy. Yeah. Because he he gives him like that shot. And he says something about it being vodka. And he goes, no, it's just water. So then he swigs it back and he goes, it's vodka. 
No, it's Jen. And it's like, no, it's Jen. It's like, ah. <laughs> no. Uh, the one scene with Hitler before him, we know it's coming, but we don't know how it's played out. And in an instant, he pulls out. I see. I really like the, the makeshift. Oh, the makeshift gun was cool. That was a smart way to do it. Yep. Very smart. Because you separately, you, you don't think you anything see of e- it. You see everything on the table twice. Twice. And that is that to me is the coolest so the first, thing you can do. First time you see it, you're like, okay, why is it? Why are we yep. seeing it? Second time, now we're seeing it for a reason, so it must have some sort of meaning behind yeah, it. Because now he's just taking all these parts out of his pockets, and he just puts this gun together. It's like transforming a gun. And I'm like, that is cool. That was that was good. Yeah. And so yeah, he he gives Hitler the propaganda image, and then just kills Hitler. That's that, a good scene. That is so perfect. Yeah. You just see Uncle Sam going, I want you. I want you. And then he pop, just pop, looks pop. up and I think boom. it's what, two pops? Yep. Uh, scene number eight, the date scene between the two of them. See, I liked this scene too. The music in this scene seems to work. I'll talk about the music later on because that yeah, was one of the things I had a problem with. He's clearly in love with her and she seems to be in love with him too. He's starting to fumble through the proposal. He gets interrupted and is caught off his game a bit. And then he just stops and pushes back. And then them dancing is a nice little touch. The the love between the two. I say the chemistry. The chemistry. Yeah, okay, well, let's say the chemistry seems so natural. It makes it so believable. Because they, the way that they are together honestly looks like they're in a real relationship. That's right. Just the way, you know, their banter back and forth, their conversations, the way they look at each other. It seems genuine. It seemed organic. Yes, very. Yeah. Uh, number seven, we see Calvin just kind of uh, lie through his life a little bit alone. It's just kind of sad to think about. He tosses his pills away. He's He knows he's kind of almost at the end of his ropes. You can kind of just see it. He passes out watching TV. And he's woken up by uh, government men at his door knocking. Yeah, <laughs> the uh, the government almost thinks he's a myth- mythical creature, and uh, the government wants him to hunt down Bigfoot because Bigfoot has a virus that's killing people. Which uh, you kind of throughout I, I, the okay, movie, I can believe Bigfoot, but the virus part was way was where it caught me off guard. Yes, so you see these little hints here and there, like there's a serial. You see, like, the government trying to cover up something. There's a serial killer. There's some sort of disease. Actually, you don't hear about the disease until... The very end. The very end. But... There is snippets, like you it, said. It's little the snippets news, here and there in the news. Because at this point, when they're having a conversation, they ask him, Hey, have you heard about this? And he's, all what I've only read in the paper or seen on the news. I agree with you 100% that the... I would have liked it more if they kept the virus part out of it, and just that, done Bigfoot. And that Bigfoot was just going on a killing rampage. That, I, you, see, I like that. You know what I mean? They're trying to stuff too much into why he needs to kill Bigfoot. Yeah. Like he, they're trying to convince him that he needs to. He doesn't need to kill, do anything. But if the rest of humanity dies, then he's stuck alone with this thing anyway. So I, it would have been to me. It would have been like, okay, Bigfoot has killed all these people. All these hikers and hunters and all this stuff it's time to put him down type of thing yeah so he's like doing it for his country this is you're right they try to make it as he's a superhero trying to 
save the entire planet. Type which he's trying to overdo. <clears throat> Scene number six, he openly admits that he killed uh, the first Hitler and the rest of them were all fakes, which I like how they did it. This is a neat little scene. To me, I was so excited for this. Because it, it would explain a lot. Uh-huh. And it's, it's easy to fool the stupid and willing. He admits to killing a single man and his effort was for nothing. He's a go- he was a government man through and through and he rejects the offer to help but admits that he did kill Hitler. So this is a nice scene. I really like the scene. Because he brings up Valkyrie and how Valkyrie worked, but it wasn't Hitler. It was one of his doubles. They brought up the fact that one of his doubles killed himself in a bunker. bunker. So you're listening to that, and it's like, that is cool. He's like, I got the real one. Like, yeah, man. <laughs> so scene number five, as the movie moves forward, it also moves backwards to showcase his ordinary life before the war. So we see his life after the war. We see his life during the war, and now we're seeing his life before the war with his family, his brother. He shares a nice moment with his brother, and they, they sit on the bench, too. And then that's kind of a nice moment. So it's this scene's more about family, I would say. It's a key yeah. element about family. Key and element, yeah. Connecting to family, because he connects with his brother in the scene, and then he connects with his brother at the end of the So it's, those two little segue scenes are really about his brother. Right. Uh, scene number four, he goes to Canada and accepts the mission to take out Bigfoot. He is now entering the dead zone where nothing gets in or out. <laughs> scene number three, it cuts to him in the woods shooting something. But the way this is cut, it's also – we don't know what he's sh- – he shot at something, but it's a very fast cutting way. So we don't know until a couple seconds later. I, I also do like the fact that they did a controlled burn wildfire to cover up anything. Yeah, that's yeah. that was kind of cool because, as we all know, what well last year half the half the country was on fire, like woods and Australia Canada. too was on Australia. Fire. Yeah, could you imagine if that was all just to cover up something? That would make sense. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. He hurts his finger, so he has to reset his finger. That was kind of that was so. You watch him. Like starting he's to like, climb up the hill, and his pinky is like so bulging out. <laughs> he's like pop, pop. Um, yeah, that was a nice one. He hits the creature in the head, and it ran off. So now you can see that he's actually fighting this creature. So it's like you've said earlier, it does take a little bit for him to get to Bigfoot, but once he's with Bigfoot, he's in it. Yeah. Uh, he's traveling through the woods of Canada. Finds a giant moose dead from the virus. Now I think it's either the virus or the Bigfoot creature, but it looked like the virus from the swelling. In these moments, we can see he's still a very good tracker, looking at the wet tracks on the land. He does uh, see the mutated deer, and then he comes across uh, droppings from the creature, and it is clearly vegetarian. Yep. Uh, scene number one: An owl does near land does land near him while he's making a fire which i thought was kind of a neat i thought it was good because he's like well hi there okay then then hi there yeah then it flies away okay bye (laughs) he says goodbye to the owl and he tries to sleep it off he sleeps on a rock and he places his brother's toy by his side has a nice memory of his Mm -hmm. past life there's another back and forth of what would have been his wife Uh, she leaves and has to move back with her family it's kind of you know, sadder in the sense to see his life after the war, too. Yeah. Uh, so here are some questions. Oh, out of all those scenes, which ones did you like? Um, I like the shading scene. That was a good one. 
I like the meet and greet too, or the date where the proposal. Those kind, of, those two scenes were pretty good. Yeah, those are those are pretty good. I think, I mean, you didn't. Re- I don't think we really mentioned it, but my favorite was him sitting on the bench with his brother. He called his brother in the middle of the night. I think that might have that in the ending. Oh, it might be in the ending. But you can still t- well, yeah, uh, uh, well, go for it. Yeah, yeah. So he calls his brother in the middle of the night. And they just go and sit on the bench, and he's like, I brought you hot chocolate. And they kind of have drink some hot chocolate, and he tells him what the government wants him to do. And his brother's like, okay, so what are you going to do? And he looks at him and goes, why do you always believe me? He goes, because you're honest. Yeah. And an honest man will always be honest. Yeah. Like, that was a very touching scene. I did like that scene. I did like that, I scene. Like that, that scene, scene because it shows that <clears> – <throat> The character that Sam Elliott is playing, like what he really is. He's just this genuine, good individual. And the lottery ticket, too. Right. That just shows ticket. he's a, a good person. Yeah. Hey, if this, if no one picks it up in the next like, couple weeks, you keep it for yourself. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Oh, here's a dog. Uh, well, I might as well pay for it myself. You know, you see that nice he's inter- very good, honest and good, good. person. Yeah. Uh, so here's some questions we had while watching it. Um, where is all the stuff taken away? Uh, why is all the stuff just taken away just to be given back um, in the beginning? Yeah. So when he's at the the uh, Nazi place, all yeah. the stuff is given, uh, taken away, taken and, they, away. and, and they're given right back. Wouldn't you, if you're visiting Hitler, wouldn't you want to take, take all, take all, all of the it. stuff? That was my only thing. I think what it really was is they're looking at, okay, is any of this, could any of this be used to kill him? Not, and then, not and then they, separately. And then they look at it and go, ah, uh, no. Yeah. yeah. Um, for a guy that drinks, he doesn't seem that drunk. We stumble no. out of the bar. He doesn't stumble he, out really. He doesn't. Maybe it's because he is a drinker. Yeah. Is the old guy an act or... Yeah, is the old guy thing an act? That was my thing. To me, it seems it. It does seem it like seems, he's playing it off a it little seems bit, like milking it a little too much. He's... Really physical and out there, and he just plays the crip like not really a crippled, but he plays yeah. the old man very well. The music in the house, uh, I think he's alone by his house, is way too upbeat for what the movie is. Yeah, it's I, a, I, it, it was way, odd. yeah, it was, it was way, very it didn't, odd. It didn't, didn't match, yeah, it didn't match at all. Uh, why is he in Russia to begin with? We don't, at first, we don't have a clue, so we're kind of just kind of guessing at the, at the moment. You're yeah, guessing, what? yeah. What it's about. Uh, what kind of curse does he have? Right. They mention a curse. They mention a curse, but, but they, they never come back to it. They don't really tell what. Is he have, does he have the death curse? Is he like the Grim Reaper? Does he bring death wherever he goes because he kills Hitler? Or does he never die? Well, that's true because uh, Hitler dies. Right. The girl dies. Right. Bigfoot dies. Yeah. All connected to him. And he lives. That's a curse, maybe. That could be the curse. Um how the German officers not notice him at first. Like yeah. he's walking in from the train and they're only noticing him once he gets to the hill and only one of them asks for papers. Why wouldn't any of the other... Because here's, here's the other thing. He blended in a little bit. Well, here's the other thing I have a little odd with that. You wouldn't think a officer, a German officer, be riding on that train. train. Because that train, as you can see in the scene, that train's going to a concentration camp. Because they're now loading 
people ah. onto that. So to see this train pull up and this officer just jump off it, it it's is kind of weird because yeah. he's sitting in a cargo bay. Bay. So a cargo train. Uh, how does no one in the German complex hear the shot when he shoots? Well, I mean, technically, it was a, a loud shot. Yeah, it was a loud shot. It was close range too. Maybe it's maybe it was because of all the planes flying overhead. They were paying attention to that. that makes, yeah. Um, how can he? How can he not have just proposed? That was a big one. So, like that one scene where. She starts walking away from him and he drops her knee and he takes it out. I just wanted to tell, hey, tell her to fucking come back. That's like, right. What are you doing? Yeah, he loses his shot. That's yeah. a big one. Um, why are there air filters on these suits, like right here? At like, did you notice that? Yeah, I noticed that. Like what? <laughs> I don't f- know. I don't know. That's weird. That's weird. Because like the whole face part. It's fine. Well, the whole face part goes down to the chest. Yeah, but why is the filter there? And then you have the filter shape. Wouldn't you think it would be up there? Up there? I, I don't know. Yeah, that's all I got. Is it on basic cable? Are you going to watch it? Well, I do have a question. Yeah. Why Why doesn't the virus affect him? Mm, that is a good question. So that, that to me, that's why I thought maybe his curse was to live. Yeah, that's a good because question. Because... When you when you see him coming up, everyone around is in a hazmat suit. That Except for him. Fugly looking yeah, hazmat suit. That's so And odd. then all the animals he's seeing are infected in some way. And of course he gets attacked by a Bigfoot. So how does he not get infected and die? I know. That's, that's, that's the only question I had. Yeah. So uh, if it's on basic cable, yay or nay? Uh, on basic cable, I'd watch it. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I'd be Streaming okay with it. ads? No. No? I probably won't. No. Not, I, not I, in I, this case. No. It's, uh, I don't know. It has its moments, but it it's not, its, it, it didn't really, you know, hook me. It's, the length of the movie is good for what it is. You know what I mean? Yes. It's, it's not a very long movie. No. And I'm kind of glad for that. So to add a bunch of ads in it would make it, it worse. Would just, yeah, I don't it'd know. pull you out. What was your favorite part? I would say mine was the editing and the cutting between the transitional scenes from one to the next. That was the big uh, thing I liked because it was like you had mentioned earlier, very smooth from one scene to the next. And even when it's uh, cutting from the past to the present, even that sort of smooth nature doesn't pull you out at all. And it's very uh, calming and nice. Mine's the storytelling. Yeah. The story of this. The story um, himself. Of yeah. Him, the guy. Of him yeah. is yeah, phenomenal. Favorite, I love part. I love the story. Yeah. Um, the chemistry between all the actors is. Believable. Believable. Um, you believe that those guys are brothers. You believe that they're boyfriend, girlfriend. It's just a very believable. The only thing that wasn't believable were the agents. They were a little flat. The the agent seemed like you had that one French guy who seems like he's not even a government official. No, the he's, other guy. It's like he they pulled him off 
Something. And the other guy just seems like he was trying to be an FBI agent too much. Yeah. You know what I mean? Trying like, a little too hard. Right. Yeah. yeah. That was... No. Um, what was something you didn't like? Um, sup- I'm, I'm going to be really picky with mine. All right. So there are certain scenes in the movie that seem to jump a bit. Uh, like jump in time or no, jump jump forward. What, what do you mean by jump? There's no context. Like, okay, he. I'll give you one example. He gets to the facility. He's about ready to hunt Bigfoot. Right. He goes. I want this. This gun. This scope, scope and this, this knife. This knife. Then all of a sudden he's in the woods looking down the scope. That is a jump. You know what I mean? That it doesn't you, even show like so, how he got there, how he got so, dropped off. It doesn't show. You know what that's that. called, right? It's called a jump cut. And it's bad. It's because not. It's not good. It's not good. So there, there are certain scenes throughout the movie. Sometimes where, it does work. Right. That it, they almost do it too much. There's no context of why or how or or anything. It was just it's too. They could get rid of that if yeah. they had just a smoother transition to it. If they Use the same way they were transitioning in time with them going back and forth in time to those type of things. I would have liked it a little bit more. Not just like all of a sudden, like hours later, something he's made, here. Yeah. The thing I really didn't like was the music taste. Now, I'm going to be really nitpicky. Some of the music seems to work, like the soft melodies in the in the fifties or forties stuff. That stuff works well. It was genuine because it yeah, makes sense it, for it, the, the time. time. The stuff now, it feels like they're using seventies and eighties stuff, and then the the one scene where the music just doesn't match the scene. Mm-hmm. I mean, the music, it just doesn't work at all. And if there's one thing I would change about the film. Is that I would have kept, I would have had him marry the wife, kept the wife alive, had the wife die of the virus. Now it gives him a motivation to hunt Bigfoot because the wife was killed by the virus. Yes. Doesn't that make sense? Yes. That is just a, so li- much better. Just a little bit. Just there's a yes. pothole. You gotta give him a reason, the, a redemption for for the government to come down. Hey, we want you to kill Bigfoot because this virus. He is doesn't killed. have a reason to. He doesn't. <clears throat> so what? The virus hasn't reached me yet. That's pretty much that, what it that's is. That's right. Who so cares? If, the, if the virus kills his wife, it gives him a reason to get revenge on Bigfoot, thus stopping the virus from spreading. Yep. That's just like mine. I mean. Uh, so here's our oh shit moments. Uh, the makeshift gun, obviously, is a good one. Oh, so good. Uh, he beat him beating up the thugs again. Good. So th- killing Hitler. Yep. Uh, the kid's parents are a rock block. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Yep. Yeah, that was funny. Um, uh, the government had his blood on retainer. That's another. Oh, yeah. Why? 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 He's a legend. That's an oh shit moment. Yep. A gun, a scope, and a knife. That, That's it. To me, that was my favorite. Yeah, I like that one that line. Was so that was good. Nice little oh shit Be- moment. Because too. he goes, his, his the other thing is the FBI goes, hey, this is all for my private stock. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So he walks in and there's just guns everywhere. Yeah. And he just walks up. And he's like that gun, that scope, this knife, and then done. But we don't even know what type of gun. It no. Is. Yeah. He just started what, pointing. Yeah. yeah. Um. Does it work as a whole for you? <clears throat> okay, so the premise of the movie works. 
but it could use some tweaking. Some tweaking. I think it's actually two different movies. I could see that. First movie, the the young couple, that story. That's its oh, whole movie. You know what? You know what? Think about it this way. That's its whole movie. Think about the title. Think about how it's split. The man who killed Hitler, Hitler is and one movie. movie. And the man who man killed, who killed Bigfoot, Bigfoot is another movie. I think that's two movies. That makes sense. It's two separate movies. The way they cut it made one movie. Yep. But it's two separate movies. Mm-hmm. If they extended the fifties, the forties, or the fifties story out a little bit, fleshed out that story, then the other one would have made a little bit more sense. Yeah. But it's—I think it's two separate movies. Yes, I agree with that. Yeah, I two agree separate with that. movies. Yeah, the overall story—it works in some spots, in some spots it doesn't work. I, but no film is always—I mean, some films are pretty perfect. But I mean, I don't like I said this—the storytelling in this, I loved. Yeah. I, ju- I love the premise. I love the. The fact that this guy is just this like badass ghost, and he's just trying to live his his normal right. life, and then the government's like, "Hey, we know what you did. We want you to help us." Again. So if we also think about it again. The man who killed Hitler passed. The yeah. man who killed Bigfoot present, and that's how they're. It's a self battle of his past and his present fighting himself. I mean, that's another. Ugh. So here we got the ending. So we're not... So this is where... There's multiple endings. I'm going to probably say something. I'll let you read through it. That's fine. We're we're at the end of the film, and uh, we can see him tracking Bigfoot. He's standing near a cliffside where he has found the creature. The creature's... He thinks he's killed the creature first. He takes a shot, and now the creature, you know, doesn't have any movement, so he goes to light it on fire. He does the respectful thing, which I thought was kind of neat, and burns I, it, but it's still alive. I agree. I thought that was very that was because very personalized because his whole thing was, "I will not let let them have your body, old man." Yeah, that makes that's yeah. nice. I thought that was a nice, uh, neat spot. Now he's fighting Bigfoot one on one, and they're both clearly hurt. He gets the arm, and they're having this final, you know, big fight to the death almost. And then we, with the shot of the rifle, he ends Bigfoot's life. And in doing so, he ends. It's a tragic <clears throat> ending. Tragic ending. Now the film still goes on after he kills Bigfoot. That's the tragic, and then we get the other ending, which is the uh, sweet ending, which is him talking to his brother, and they go fishing. That is the. I think that's the actual ending of the movie. It's the the bittersweet ending, that kind of concludes how. He pushed himself away from family all those years ago, and now he's coming back yep. around only after he faked his death, too. So, spoilers. I have a problem with the whole death scene. All right. So, which. So, here, here's my big thing. All of a sudden, you think he died because it cuts to his grave, right? And you have people in town actually talking about it how he's dead and blah, blah, blah. You see his brother go fishing, and now there he is on shore. So his brother goes, picks him up, and they start talking. He's like, what did you bury? Oh, I buried your suit and your medals and this and that. Now it cuts to him at a play. You're telling me no one has questions now? Because the town knows this guy's dead, and now here he is. It's not like it's a huge town. It's a small town. That's my biggest pet peeve. You make a good point. How is you how can you point. how can you fake your death? 
but go back to the same town. If, if I fake my death, I ain't going back. Like, oh, hi, everyone. I like that scene, though. It was very touching. He gave that dinosaur back to his brother. That was a nice scene. I did it was like very that. touching. I liked it. That was but, a payback to earlier. But to me, it's like how I don't like how you can fake your death and then just go back to living in your house. Yeah. Um, there was, what was it? The other ending where, uh, yeah, I do. I agree with you there, but the ending where he loses the girl, too. Right. We find out she dies. Yeah. Spoilers. But that's another... So there's multiple endings to this movie, and it and it cuts back and forth, and it, it is kind of confusing because you're trying to... Excuse me. Trying to figure out which one is the exact ending. Yes. And right when you think you have a decent uh, point where it's going to stop, it keeps going, and it milks it just a little too long. The, I think it, the movie should have ended with the brothers having fishing. I, I agree. Just... I agree. That is the ending. That's the ending because it you it's you don't meaningful. need a, you don't need any more movie after that. See, it would have been nice. If don't don't say a word. Just have him go fishing. Don't say a word. Have him hand over that dinosaur. That's where he hands over the dinosaur. He hops in the boat. Perfect. They go out. Perfect. They both maybe cast. He reaches in his pocket, hands him that dinosaur. Boom. Done. End. No, no, no. End. Okay, here it is. Uh, they hands the dinosaur. He hands him the box. Oh, that would have been even better. So it's better. a good moment yep. for both of them because yep. we don't. The box is a big thing, but we don't know what's in the the box. What's in the box? I think it's her ashes. Gwyneth Paltrow's head. Again, Again. it's a smaller box. <laughs> it's a smaller box. I uh, think it's the ashes. See, or, I thought maybe it was the ring. It could have been the ring. Um, but, either or. But the size of the box, ashes make sense. Ashes or ring, both, yep. both. Yeah, both. Yeah, but at least we're on the same page that it was something to do with her. Yeah, which is great because. We didn't mention this, but the box ends up getting buried yeah. with his stuff. Yeah, by accident. And he he was okay with it at first. He was okay with it. Then he ends up having a dream. He wakes up and he goes and digs that box, box back up. up. Yeah, yeah. Remakes to reboots. I don't think this is what I want them to do. Yeah, you make that movie into two movies. Yeah. So you Minis- make miniseries. You do the man who killed Hitler. As a movie. As one. As one. Boom. Boom. And you Part one. Part one. Right. Then you make the sequel. The Man Who Killed Hitler. The Man Who Killed um, uh, Bigfoot. B- Bigfoot, yeah. And you make that a part, movie. Part two. Boom. That's what I think they should do. That, I totally agree. If they were to remake it, I'd be okay with them keeping the same exact people. I think a miniseries. A miniseries would be fine, too. Three episodes, four episodes, <clears throat> kind of. Three and three. Three episodes that might as be pushing pushing too much. Three episodes, like a six. It would be a six se- part series. If you do three, three episodes of him killing Hitler, Hitler. leading it, up it, to leading up to him killing Hitler. Okay, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I can see that. Maybe him coming home from the war and blah blah blah, and then another three leading up to uh, him okay. killing Bigfoot. Yeah, I, I I agree with you there. But yeah. if they were to take it, make it to, I would watch it because I love, like we discussed before. I love the 50s aspect. Oh, I like that. I think that was a better part of this that movie. That was really good, and I liked his little flashbacks, and you could see that, yeah, he's – this old man's kind of like dying inside type of thing, but – How he got there every was t- part of the journey, Every too. time he's having these flashbacks, you could see he's getting a little bit more life back into him. 
I actually saw the opposite. I thought he was losing. Oh, maybe dying even more? Like because dying inside? He's dying inside because first it's the letters he's throwing away. And first it's all these little things. And slowly he's okay, killing I bits of himself that. over time. Yep. And then killing Hitler. He's losing then, parts of himself because he's gaining all these languages. And then and the big pushes him throwing out all the yeah. medicines. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I didn't see that. So that's all I got on um, the man who killed Bigfoot and then Hitler. Yeah, um, so I did like the movie. I, I liked I it. It had it. its good moments. Um, I would definitely watch it again. I would watch it. I wouldn't buy it, uh, and I wouldn't pass on it. That's a first. I would watch, wouldn't, yeah, watch by pass. Watch it, don't buy it, don't pass it. I bought it. Oh, you bought it? I, do- I did. I uh, bought it because I I will probably watch it again. Yeah. Um, pick it apart again. Pick it apart. Yeah. Um, see if there's anything I, I, do I think missed and stuff. The, the Bigfoot itself could have been bigger. Bigfoot itself could have been bigger. I, I, I'm the size of that Bigfoot. Yeah. No, I think they, if they gotten a bigger Bigfoot, it would have showed a challenge. Right. A little bit so, of a challenge, yeah. But, yeah, I, I enjoyed it very much. And I, I would I would tell everyone to at least watch it once. Yeah. Just watch it once. Yeah. Um. So uh, if you like what you hear, uh, please follow us on Facebook, Captivated Minds. On Instagram at Minds Captivated, and please email us captivatedminds2 at gmail.com. And we also have P.O. Box, everything will be lab- uh, in the show notes. And if you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, please like and subscribe, leave a five star rating if you like us. If you don't like us, let us know how yeah, we're doing. Leave uh, us anything, yeah. We'll send us let anything, yeah. Okay, what what you think of Sam Elliott? That'd be great. He's the dude, man. He's, he's the, the dude, he's the man. <laughs> All right, thank you, thank you. <laughs>